podcast time. Hey, Jimmy. Jimmy, what time is it? It All Adds Up, the podcast that saves you all the money on all the things. Okay, welcome to the 39th episode of It All Adds Up. I'm Lizzie, and today I'm joined by my brother, John. Hola. So this is our seventh episode of season five, and this is our hodgepodge season, where we're talking about how you can save money on a bunch of different miscellaneous items. And so far, we've discussed yard work, cleaning supplies, furniture, pets, toys, and electronic devices. In last week's episode, we talked about the enormous amount of time and money we dedicate to our electronic devices. While screen time can be productive, especially for health, work, or educational purposes, we often waste our time and money on social media or by playing mindless games. So if you reduce your unproductive screen time, one thing you can do with all your new free time is read more books. So the average American spends only $92 per year on reading material, which pales in comparison to the $1,250 that the average American spends every year just on their smartphones. But besides being a great form of entertainment, there are a ton of benefits to reading, which makes any expenses for reading worthwhile investments. So reading more books is associated with higher literacy rates and allows you to have more interesting conversations and idea development with family and friends. Higher daily reading time is also correlated with higher educational degrees. For example, the average American spends only 16 minutes per day reading for leisure. That's a bit sad to me when comparing it to the daily average of over three hours that we spend watching TV. Anyway, the average person with a graduate degree reads for 28 minutes per day, while the average person with only a high school diploma reads for just eight minutes per day. And in addition to higher educational degrees, you are more likely to land a higher paying job, which greatly improves your financial situation now and in the long run. A study in Europe showed that reading more books as a child increased income in adulthood by over 20%. So it's extremely important to encourage children to read and to provide them with access to affordable or free books. And we have a lot of room for improvement when it comes to both children and adults reading more books. More than one out of every four Americans have not read a single book in the past year. The good news is that there are so many opportunities to access cheap or free books. Exactly. So the most expensive way to read is to buy a new book. But if you must purchase a book new, it's best to buy it in paperback as opposed to hardback. Paperback books are usually about 25% cheaper than hardback books. And it's even cheaper to buy used books instead of new books. There are plenty of used books online, but you can save on shipping costs if you find a local used bookstore that you can walk or bike to. Typically, you'll have better luck of living near a used bookstore if you live in a denser area, which is a great way to save on all transportation costs. And another good thing about living in densely populated areas is that you're more likely to have access to book clubs with friends, and you're more likely to be able to share books with neighbors or other community members. But the absolute cheapest way to read books is actually 100% free, and that's by using public libraries for all of your reading needs. So it's completely free to get a library card, and libraries have almost everything you can imagine. Books, audiobooks, magazines, CDs, DVDs, video games, and access to databases and other online resources. 
If you don't live within walking or biking distance to the library, there are a ton of digital book options available from home. And libraries also serve as a great community resource. You can use their printers and scanners, and they can notarize documents for you and sign you up for voter registration. You can even use their computers, so you would be able to completely avoid the expense of paying for your own laptop at home. Exactly. So we've been focusing on books, but reading newspapers or magazines can be educational as well. Although when it comes to news-related items, it can be cheaper to read the news on your phone instead of paying for a hard copy. But if you access the free hard copies from the library, or if you share hard copy subscriptions with others, it can be cheaper to read the hard copy instead of viewing news on your phone. But if you do read news online, it's great to support journalism by paying for online subscriptions so we can continue to have access to news. Okay, quick recap. All right, so the average American spends only $92 per year on reading material, which pales in comparison to the $1,250 that the average American spends every year just on their smartphones. Damn. By reading more, you can increase your literacy skills and your income, and you can reduce electricity bills if your reading time replaces unproductive screen time on electronic devices. Hell yeah. And you can achieve huge savings with books, newspapers, magazines, and more by finding used bookstores, by doing book swaps with friends, or by frequenting your local library. Hell yeah. And keep in mind that the savings from this episode depend on how many books you read, how you and your friends share books, and what your local library offers. But even if these financial savings can seem small, just remember, it all adds up. And be sure to follow us on social media. Our Instagram handle is it all adds up podcast. Our website is it all adds up podcast.com. And you can find us on Facebook at it all adds up the podcast. And a huge shout out to John for handling all of the audio work for this podcast. Follow his bands by searching Stray Tuesday or Mother of Earl on Spotify and Apple Music. Favorite book? Hands Down, Cat's Cradle by Kurt Vonnegut. No way, same. <laughs>